Yeah, all right. Cool. I think we're good. Okay. Man, I'm glad you're here. It's like, a pleasure to be here. Are you getting sick of the pink? Are you sick of the fucking pink everywhere? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not pro breast cancer or anything. I hate breast cancer. I mean, I hate it so fucking much. Just when you thought cancer was a dick, he's going after breasts. Yeah, but Ruin the pink, tits. the pink. I mean, it just it's it's that's silly to me. Well, it's nauseating, and you don't think that it does any good. I don't believe that it does any good. How is this? How is this helping? How is that? It helping? reminds me of breast cancer, yeah. and then it gets me a little depressed. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that helps. Right. We need you <laughs> feeling bad about this. That's what awareness is. How yeah. could awareness be anything other than making you feel bad about awareness it? Awareness usually makes you feel bad in general. Not going to cheer me up. There should be like a blowjob awareness month just so you're like in a good mood. Like, hey, you might be having a bad day, but there are blowjobs out there. <laughs> and just just keep that in mind. And there's one coming your way within within the year. Yeah. You know, that'd be fine. I, that, would, that, would be, that would be a different kind of awareness. Yeah. You know, maybe or false hope. Yeah, possibly. whatever. It, yeah, at least it's something. Yeah, and uh, but hope is always hope, whether it's real or not. <laughs> yeah, hope right. is all it takes. I was like, how could it be real or fake? It's just hope at that point. That's why you can't shit too hard on religions, because like if it gives somebody hope, then now yeah, that's what it's doing its job. What do they call that when you write something? Your manifesto. Yeah. Yeah. I guess their manifesto was already written though. Right, long time. like 2,000 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, that's like the, 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 the Christian manifesto. That'd be so rough to have to go by something people wrote before, like, uh, cable television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd just be so weird to be listening to somebody that doesn't even barely know how to work a wheel. Uh, like, they didn't have cars, they didn't have Uber, they didn't have nothing, and then they got a plan for you. Yeah. Isn't that strange? You know what? I never thought about it. It was a it was a more primitive time, and I guess they didn't even have like wristwatches. Wristwatches or, or or steamboats or nothing. They were still trying to decide like like shit in a hole or just flat ground. What do you right. do? And I, and then you got to take advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you, Ugh, the caveman's gonna tell me how to live my life. Right. Maybe that's. I don't mean any disrespect. <laughs> I do. I think I do. <laughs> I think I'm going on record as saying religion gives hope, <laughs> but that is kind of silly too. <laughs> Hope can be silly. Awareness is usually the way to go. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Awareness usually makes you feel bad in general. In the borough of homes and churches, Jufro, Skinny Jeans, Poserberg, the Espoir Luxury Building. One short block from the L and the G. 650 square feet, 3100 a month. Six floors with an elevator, but you might want to take the stairs. Saturday morning around 4.15. 156 Hope Street. Hope Hope Street Hope for Street. Christ's sake. Hope. 14 people on the building's only elevator. Instead of going up, he was going dead. <laughs> Down the lift lurched, but closed the doors didn't. The car sank until the basement floor was in sight. All were afraid, but 37-year-old Israeli immigrant Aaron Modan tried stepping out of the car. Just then, the small elevator shot upward towards the lobby, crushing Modan. Modan halfway out, his out half smashed against the basement ceiling. The elevator was heard to say, Sieg Heil. <laughs> Goddamn Nazi elevators. <laughs> Strikes again. Said a friend who watched him die. As it went up, he tried to jump out. He was caught between two floors. His body was squashed. He was pronounced dead by emergency medical workers and by anybody else who happened to see the body. <laughs> He did. The building's <laughs> management called it an act of God, and considering the man was Jewish and using an elevator on the Sabbath, maybe he's right. Uh, Joining me now, Matt Fultron. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it is Elevator Awareness Month. <laughs> I didn't, and I'm glad because I didn't know this is one of the ways I could go. Nay, neither. Yeah, it's, uh, it happened uh, one time before, and I thought, well, that only happens once in a lifetime. And you got to figure there's so many other things on your mind when you're when you're going through the course of the day. An elevator is just a very trivial part of the many things you have to do it that day. And the idea that you could get killed by it, it blows my mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it depresses. Well, I don't know if it depresses me exactly. You figure if that happens then you had, it, you know, an act of God, as they said. I just had no idea that like my day could end, my life could end like that. I don't know how that makes it any better to call it an act of God. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, God wanted you dead. Yeah. The rest of this shit happens. It's just random. But you, that makes I, you feel kind of special, though, right? I think so. Yeah. Like the chosen person. Right, right, right. <laughs> then again, maybe 
uh, the building just didn't want to be held accountable. Yeah. A young student walking in the financial district, smoking a joint on the way to class, got a tap on the shoulder. She turns to see police commissioner Bill Bratton, the good-humored top cop, recalled <laughs> the story at a New York law school uh, breakfast. He was walking downtown. All of a sudden, there it is, that smell, he said. I thought, what the hell, 8.30 on Wall Street? <laughs> <laughs> Directly in front of us, this young woman, happily puffing away on her way with her earphones and her school bag well, to one of our local schools, recalled Bratton at the breakfast. Uh, so my security officer came up on one side. I came up on the other. I tapped her on the shoulder. I wish I had a photograph of that face. <laughs> she instantly recognized me like you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you didn't take right. a picture. Bratton said he politely took the weed and suggested to the stunned woman that she might have a better academic day without the influence of pot. Take what? Oh, sorry. No, I mean, just no chokehold? <laughs> hey, come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, when is it ever polite to take someone's weed? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It is the polite thing to do to pass weed, but it's never polite to take weed. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's gall. It's mitigated gall. <laughs> I'd say it's mitigated. You never hear about mitigated gall. No. No, with the uh, it, she had it in her mouth, and he, I guess he just like removed it from her mouth, like uh, comically. Yeah, yeah, I get what he's doing, and I, I almost get his perspective if I was a crotchety old fuck. <laughs> but she just wants to like get high enough to get through class. Yeah. It's eight thirty in the morning in the story. Eight thirty in the morning. See, this is where I take the cop's side, and it's not because of the weed. In the story, it says she's got her headphones on. Mm-hmm. And that just fucking drives me bonkers walking around this city where people have their headphones in and they're just bumping into me and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I I take the cop's side in a in a technicality. You know, it's like this is a, a time we're living in when you can have up to 25 grams and they don't arrest you at all. They give right. you a summons and a ticket. And this chick's like, no, nah, I got to smoke it. Yeah, I gotta right. Be outside smoking it. That's yeah. the deal. I mean, that's the one thing they can arrest you for. But they didn't. He didn't. He let her go. On the other hand. Is it really legal for him to take it out of her mouth? He can give her a ticket legally, but I don't think he can really do that. Man, maybe not. He can tell her to stop what she's doing. He can tell her to take it out of her own mouth. Yeah. I mean, this is just me fucking speculating. Uh, do you think I know? <laughs> but it sounds like... Well, when you come on, you're, it, you're an honorary lawyer. Yeah, right? it sounds like it's illegal. But who's, gonna, who's got time to fight it? Plus, you're stoned. The search and You seizure. barely know what happened. <laughs> you're listening to fucking... Uh, Kanye West. Yeah, You're Kanye already a West. confused young person yeah. who likes shitty new hip hop. Yeah. What are you going to do? You assume cops and anyone over like fucking 25 has an authority over you. Yeah. It happens to be the police commissioner. It's like, I've seen this guy. What is it? The mayor? <laughs> who is that? Are you, are you de Blasio? I like how he thinks that she recognized his face. Yeah. She didn't say, oh my God, it's so-and-so. <laughs> She's like, who She's the fuck fucking, is this guy? She's fucking flabbergasted that some asshole would actually put his fucking fingers on her lips yeah. and grab a goddamn cigarette out of her mouth. The guy's like, yeah, she was starstruck. No, she's fucking prickstruck, yeah. you dickhead. I let her off with a warning. Uh, in Inwood, northern tip of Manhattan Island, NYPD's 34th Precinct patrols the neighborhood. Nagel Avenue, the Dykeman Houses where Lou Alcindor spent his childhood on the fifth floor of Building 3, dunking for the first time in eighth grade on his way to becoming Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. How about that? Mm. A Dykeman house consists of 14 story, uh, uh, seven 14-story buildings, uh, 1,167 apartments, housing about 2,580 residents. A uh, 14-acre uh, uh, Manhattan complex was completed in 1951. It used to be all Irish and shit until about 1960, <laughs> and a lot of Dominicans came in. And then from there, you can kind of It was get the bad idea. to have an all-Irish building, right? That oh. was like the ghetto, right? Yeah, they had a word for them, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then a lot of them moved out to the uh, our surrounding neighborhoods, and then it was like the kids in the projects would get picked on by the Irish uh, and the Jews, depending on which way they went. Caucasians, I guess, really. A little, like, little tood. Yeah. You know. Rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's trying to be like the second to worst race. Well, 54-year-old uh, Joseph Figueroa, Figueroa of Inwood arrested at the Dykeman Project where he lives with his mom. Uh, the Dykeman Houses, a guy who worked there in a bodega, used a cop scam to please the ladies. Complete with uniform, badge, and gun, he claimed to be a federal agent. This guy was, like, really going all out yeah. to try to score the ladies. Uh, and, and, yeah. for, for women that don't, like, understand the male libido, look how much fucking work went into this shit. I mean, it's a, it's a pain in the ass just to buy a Halloween costume, right? 
this guy spent all day uh, or a whole day, and then he has he impersonates a cop. Yeah. Every fucking day. So he's essentially going to work for no pay just to get laid. Oh yeah. Yeah, this guy. Is, uh, has, yeah, because you got to live the life. You can't just walk around being like fucking. Oh, that's a uniform, yeah. but I'll what? You have to really act the part. You can't be a derelict on Saturday or whatever. Like people are gonna figure figure you out if they see you doing any other type of work, yeah. or any kind of unlawful activity. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you see a girl with a joint in her mouth, you gotta fucking stomp that shit out. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta grab it away ass. and stomp it. The fake title he gave himself: Federal Task Force Agent for Abused Females and Kids. <laughs> Which I thought was. I mean that that's perfect. Yeah. That's, if you want people to like you, that's perfect. Yeah. Federal task force agent for abused females he and should, kids. He could have thrown in puppies if he yeah. really wanted to sell it. <laughs> Saving kittens from trees and things. He has a, a full law enforcement light package in his car, sirens, fake parking, uh plaques and everything. So uh he looks legit. He was trying to win the heart of a thirty six year old beauty salon owner from Corona Queens. I I can't you have to go this far. To win over a 36-year-old beauty salon owner from from Corona. It's tough out there. <laughs> it's hard out there for a pimp. It's hard, man. That guy, he's got it rough. I feel that guy's pain. He's like, I've, I, I could see where a lot of women, they, they do have a little bit of uh, occupational snobbery, I think, sometimes. Sure. They want a guy to make a little money. Yeah. He's obviously he has some kind of like OCD, or he definitely gets focused on things. Like, he got focused on this one chick, and he also got focused on, hey, man, if I'm a cop, or I have a good job, she'll like me. Mm-hmm. And he just got obsessed with this cop thing. And then there's power involved there, too. So there's a oh, coercive right, right, right. thing. I think where uh, we had a couple of cops on one episode. Well, I mean, a fucking bunch of episodes. They end up kind of coercing women into having sex with them or something. And, <laughs> you know, I guess you're not supposed to do that. But, on uh, duty or just what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they do off duty yeah. should be their own damn business, right? <laughs> yeah. I'd still got the gun. Yeah. He, he, this guy was a real poet, too. He, he called himself Joseph Green Eyes. He met her on Facebook, and that's what his profile was. He had memes. Uh, here's one. To make love is good, but it is better with the person you love. <laughs> See, that's a red flag. Like, a cop never has a Facebook page. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, well, I've got families or uh, family members, and they don't have that are cops, and they don't have Facebook pages just because... I mean, you could go harass them and find out things. You can find out who their family is and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It leaves you vulnerable. Big time. Yeah, and and they do it, and it's weird. Uh, I think it's weird when kids, you know, younger than a certain age have a Facebook page, too. Uh, how, how? I mean, we were fucking full, way full grown before MySpace. I was, I was like 29 when Friendster came out. Friendster. <laughs> <laughs> and it was mind-blowing. Uh and it's it's even more blind blowing to think that there was a time where you couldn't just like meet somebody and then go like stalk them and write them a message. Yeah. That's it's unheard of now. You couldn't to the kids out there, you couldn't write celebrities and be like, Hey, you were great on TV last night. Yeah. And to the fucking players out there, you couldn't you had to actually get someone's number. Usually their home number and you had to go through like maybe a roommate or a fucking family member. Yeah. Or an be, answering machine. You had to be vetted. You had to be on. You had to be, you had to game face on. You probably had to write down, if you're me, you had to write down some notes. Mm-hmm. There were like a couple things to talk about. Talking points, It was yeah. rough. You couldn't, no texting, so you couldn't lay a groundwork with the text. You couldn't just call Maybe up and be coffee. like, sup, yeah. as you would write in a fucking text. <laughs> or like, or like you, you up? Yeah. <laughs> you had you to up. have a full sentence, <laughs> a full conversation ready to go. And a lot of guys died, you know, just getting off the boat in Normandy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> Understandably. <laughs> it was booty calling. And it was cold calling, yeah. basically. You know, yeah, I put the like, call and booty call. Yeah, like, oh, oh hello there. You had to be a salesman. <laughs> you know, First of all, you had to remind them who you were. Mm, yeah. Hi, I'm Matt. <laughs> I met you at the Liquid Kitty. Uh, I was wearing a fucking vest. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, it, to make love t- is good, but to, but it's better with somebody you love. It's, 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 some if you fuck a, somebody you hate, that's all right, but with the person you love, that's it's better. Yeah, says, you know if you if, when when it's not uh, coerced in any way. Well, when you dream of that special person, he says, and you wake up tasting their lips. <laughs> <laughs> right. Boy, this guy means business. 
FDA agent Jay Figueroa embroidered in gold on his navy shirt. Oh, a man. badge over his heart reads, Fugitive Recovery Agent. That's more of a bounty hunter kind right. of thing. This guy just threw in the kitchen sink. He needed like a <laughs> kitchen sink patch. <laughs> yeah, he told the salon owner he was something else entirely. He told her he was a federal task force agent for abused females and kids. That doesn't even exist, obviously. He said he was a Navy SEAL. Oh, That's always good to throw that's in. That's a red flag. That's that's when people that's when you know someone's lying. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like uh, I don't think Navy SEALs really mention that shit that much. No, nobody's ever met a Navy SEAL and had to be like, I know a Navy SEAL. Yeah, did, I wait, do. Did you did you fuck this guy? No, <laughs> I mean I was very smitten once I heard. <laughs> and I kn- a Marine. I knew him before he was a Navy yeah. SEAL, so I still know who he is. I think uh, there's very few of them out there. The, you, what was it about D being a Navy SEAL? You're in such physical condition you can drown, right? They drown you? Yeah, you know how to drown. I, I can't even and come back it. to life. Yeah, that's that's the thing they do. That we're gonna you have to be dead, and then we'll we'll bring it back to life from drowning. I guess you lose your fear. Just when you thought the military was a pain in the ass, yeah. <laughs> how can <laughs> this they takes it to a new level? Apparently, you have to like carry like a telephone pole seven miles or something. <laughs> There's got to be folklore at this point, <laughs> right? And you're not allowed to sleep. Yeah. Like they do all this shit to you, apparently. Yeah. He says she is not, okay. This is a a source. When they quote a source, you know that it's real. Yeah. She is nice during the first chat. The source said the second time she noticed he was weird. <laughs> the second time. <laughs> still, she that's usually how life goes, though, isn't it? <laughs> first date don't mean shit, and that's not even dates. That's just like a conversation. Yeah, but chats. Yeah, and then yeah. she agreed to meet him after, even though she thought it was weird. Every time he meets with her, he is in full uniform with a gun. Soon she starts to realize he might not be legit. When she tries to call it quits, he began stalking her. He showed up at her place, even bothered her friends. He was popping up at their homes at night unannounced, telling them he was the law, and they can't get rid of him, the source said. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I dated one of your friends. I'm the fucking law. I'm staying. He doesn't sound like he really even knows the terminology. No. He's like, hey, I'm the, I'm the law. Yeah. <laughs> Like only Judge Dredd said that shit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like no cops really say that. He's shit. like a belligerent fucking uh, sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, he he uh, he was a ra- uh, oh this is good. He pulls up to her job in front of everyone. With, I guess the salon she owns. Pulls his gun out, points it at her while in this fake uniform, which Oof. is uh, why he was calling. He was that, that's why he was arrested because he pulled a gun out and pointed. Jesus at her. Christ! So that's really that's real. That's where it gets that's like terrifying, oh, man. This guy, you know. No, let me tell you something. No federal agent uh, for protecting kids and women is going to pull their gun on some woman in a, in a nail salon. Yeah, you're barely supposed to pull it on a criminal. I know they fucking yeah, do. Yeah, yeah they'll p- pistol whip them all the time. Yeah. But you'll notice they'll choke somebody out long before they'll fucking take a gun out most of the time. Yeah, sure. Even if they're big. Yeah. I mean, yeah that's the thing. Yeah, let the guy's uh, asthma kill him. But uh, he was uh, he was arrested on charges of harassment, forgery, unfa- unlawful surveillance. And being corny as fuck on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> His mom posted $1,500 cash bail. Uh, it was funny. They got a picture of him. They got, he got pissed off. He's like, you fucking morons. You want to go to the hospital? Try taking another one of me, motherfucker you. <laughs> I love quotes. Yeah. Uh, he's been arrested previously for impersonating law enforcement assault, uh, robbery, burglary with a firearm, and weapons possession. Jesus Christ. This is the second time he's been arrested for this? I mean... Or more? He's got prior arrests for all that shit, so yeah, I mean, who knows if he's been you federal know, agent before. a cop before. gets treated shitty in prison, but can you imagine somebody who's like a fake cop? Oh, yeah. They must be like, dude, you're not, you you want to be somebody we hate, <laughs> so we worst. hate you even more. <laughs> a shocked neighbor, Felix Velez, 82, said, if I knew he was doing that, I would have slapped him on both sides of the face. He could have graduated from the academy by now. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's the best. Did you see this? Here in, uh, in, in, there in Times Square, the most desperate place on earth, uh, these people are looking up at the uh, thing that takes a selfie of them. Yeah. And while they're doing that, people are running up and grabbing their asses. Oh, Jesus Christ. Groping people. So intent on taking selfies. They don't even notice. They don't even realize somebody's coming up. I thought that was a great story. I'll talk about that later. Well, isn't it called like the kissing cam or something? Yeah, Revline. So it kind of invites like... You know, affection in the first place. You're supposed to kiss on the camera. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, these animals are going to take it. Well, I don't have anybody to kiss, so I'm just going to fucking swoop in and take (laughs) any kind of affection I can get. Like a hawk. Yeah. Running down, grabbing a rat. Nothing nothing worse than uh, 
Mm-hmm. Just, just fucking sexual harassment, like drive-by sexual harassment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, you, you ought to at least fucking stalk it for a while yeah. on the train, follow exactly. her home. Put on a uniform. <laughs> Put your time in. <laughs> Don't just think you're gonna get it by showing up. Yeah, kids a, today, man. Get a patch, jerks. Yeah. Find out their address. Find out their family's address. Show up. Tell them who you are. <laughs> Get creepy on the second meeting. Yeah, you, you kids. If you don't show up at this woman's job, she's going to get away. <laughs> Twisted educators, uh, society's sorest for uncle. In Brooklyn, a judicial appeals panel ruled that a teacher who was caught in court with heroin in his backpack should be permanently barred from teaching. Hmm. Damien Esteban fired from his job at Williamsburg High School for architecture and design after he was caught bringing hard drugs to jury duty. In Manhattan Criminal Court, you know, a trial can be so tedious without shooting up. I was thinking the same thing. I go, man, I hope somebody brings some heroin. I mean, teaching and jury duty. If you don't have enough uh, to distribute, I think you should be able to keep teaching. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world, but how old are these people he's teaching? Oh, I mean, they're probably high school kids. It's uh, a, he's a high school for architecture and design. I mean, all they, right. You know, I guess you got to have some rules. They're specialized. Of course, he's taking the heroin to, to jury duty. He takes 20 bags of heroin. And oh. uh, so as we're informed uh, uh, this uh, on the Facebook page, Kevin Anthony uh, Hunt said, at least he brought enough for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's okay, a joke. That's a good point. I'm going to like that. <laughs> I stole it. Cut him some slack, though. You know, enough of these draconian drug laws. It's just a little heroin. Right. You know, you know like, uh, what? that'd be great if, uh, if, you know, Bratton shows up and just plucks the syringe out of his arm. You know? Yeah. You should have seen that junkie's face. <laughs> he recognized <laughs> me right off. He said he was a recovering addict, and he'd forgotten that he was carrying the glassine containers of heroin. You ever forget which backpack your heroin's in? Well, yeah, when you're really smacked out, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times you forget where your heroin is. When I say... uh. Recovering, I mean trying to keep my supply to around 20 bags. <laughs> 20 bags. But even. That's so many bags. <laughs> Three bags is a lot. That sounds like a lot of heroin. I wonder what a bag of heroin costs. It's got to be like 80 know. bucks or something. I don't know. I bet yet. it's not that expensive. No. Maybe a little, I don't know how what kind of bags we're talking about here. You know, I'm asking this one guest late. I know, right? I should have been talking to Jerry Stahl Jerry, about the price Jerry's of out of it, though. Like, he probably doesn't know what a, what a bag costs these days. Oh, yeah. He'd be talking about a, a lid of grass. Right. Stuff. Right. Well, he goes back to, I mean, if he's been sober 25 years off heroin, this is, uh, so he goes back, what, 90? Yeah. 1990? Yeah, he doesn't know about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't, he, he probably wouldn't want to get into it. Well, a lower court judge had somehow ruled that Esteban was unfairly ousted from his position. Like, you don't have to fire the guy for getting arrested for heroin, for Christ's sake. Just brought heroin into a federal building. He's clearly yeah. okay. Yeah. So then they uh, they reversed that then. And so now he's, uh, it was his lawyer here. Uh, uh, his lawyer's name's Benjamin Dichter. <laughs> Victor, <laughs> I don't even know her. I don't even know her. <laughs> Dichter. Boy, I'm bad today. Man. The Naked uh, Gun 4. Yeah. Dichter, I don't even know her. So we're uh, the uh, spokesman here uh, for whoever. We're gratified by the court's decision. The individual has no business being in a classroom. I would tend to agree. I mean, uh, there's a, I mean, there's hip and then there's hip. Right. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that Mr. Uh, his lawyer wanted to point out, he goes, it remains undisputed, uh, as the Supreme Court properly noted, that Mr. Esteban's record as a teacher was outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. He's chilled out, man. A lot of these teachers can't handle these these kids. Mm-hmm. He he's got his nerves in check. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a he's got a snow globe in his eyes. I think Wasn't when they said outstanding, they meant outstanding in front of Dagostinos with a messenger bag. <laughs> <laughs> selling selling junk to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Drugs kill Oscar winners, man. Yeah, I know. When will it end? So is this a different guy? I'm sorry. This is still the teacher. This is still the teacher. Yeah, but there's another one now. Fuck for Christ's sake. Uh, Also in court, a Manhattan judge tossed a trembling, teary-eyed hipster junkie into the who's gal. I'd be crying. The New York Post. Yeah, me too. Piles on. Labeling 24-year-old Rosenblum, this guy, as a hipster junkie. That's where I got it. Yeah. Yeah. He called him a, they call him a hipster. The news calls him a hipster, right? Yeah, exactly. The post, yeah. They so so they're taking a criminal. <laughs> and I know hipster is kind of a derogatory term at this point. Oh, yeah, beyond. But they're still being like, yo, this guy's got some swagger. Yeah. Like, this guy's got style. 
Do you know what I mean? They really are doing that, even though they're trying to shit on them. Yeah. Which they shouldn't be doing it, by the way. It's fucking... Well, this is all from the New York Post, right? Yeah. And so there's a slant on it, right? Well, there's a slant on all news. Now, there's a, right? Yeah, there's a slant on all news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Post, and I, I say, I've said this over and over again. Everybody's here, tired of hearing it, but the Post is like your angry dad yelling at you. <laughs> and the Daily News is like your lying girlfriend saying why she was out till 3.15. <laughs> and I think in this case, uh, the subtlety, you know, is, is pretty much a sledgehammer. Yeah. Hipster junkie. Right. He, they, they comment on the fact that he had a nose ring. They do. His parents were there, for Christ's sake. They're disturbed. Yeah. They, it's just they, they're worried sick. That is funny. They shit on his nose ring. Yeah. Well, he was in there with, C, with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, when he got drunk, not, not with him, but they were in his building, and somehow the building with his drug dealer that they busted the next day. So okay. Seymour Hoffman died. The cops go, fuck, we should arrest some heroin people. Right. Just, they, <laughs> just to like even things out. <laughs> and they go to yeah. the building, and then they just arrest everybody and, uh, and in the building. And he had some, uh, not heroin, but he had cocaine. Well, now he's caught selling heroin. Ugh. He violated his probation. Uh, he Not only did he sell heroin to a undercover cop, he also jumped the turnstile to try to get a free ride see on the new york city subway sir if you got sh- i'm sorry I'm, i know i'm interrupting you what were you gonna say no no i think you like, make a good point yeah it's like if you got shit on you don't do any misdemeanors if you got felonies in your bag don't do any misdemeanors yeah why not buy a metro card <laughs> yeah you know? dude you're selling heroin you got the ducats what is it like? Uh, 275? Yeah, takes you anywhere in the city. That's right. As many transfers as you want. All you gotta do, put the card in the machine, Ugh. and then he say no. And a lot of criminals do that, and then they get that they get a lot of guns and shit. See, that way. he maybe he was ironically jumping the turnstile because it's such a 1980s thing, 1980s <laughs> thing to do. I think he did it ironically. Hipster. He's on, he's on <laughs> ironic heroin. He had the money. I'm such a junkie. Yeah, right? look at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real loser. Was it 1985? <laughs> He took they, a, he's such a hipster. He uses tokens. <laughs> <laughs> they don't take my tokens, man. Like what is the deal? <laughs> he took a no jail plea deal, busted with two baggies of cocaine because they happen to live in the same building, as I said, as jazz musician turned drug pusher Robert Weinberg. Well, you can tell that guy's a real scumbag. Yeah, yeah, drug pusher. Uh, j- jazz musician turned drug pusher. Ah, oh. boy, what a. And, and then Weinberg, a Jew on top of all that. Uh, you guys know that I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not. But, no, he is a Jewish guy. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, an upstate man sentenced to 35 years, and uh, he was selling for selling ultra-potent heroin. Oh, uh, yeah. So potent, it killed three addicts dead. The dead ad- addicts. <clears throat> so potent, it killed three addicts dead. The dead addicts all found with small plastic bags near their bodies stamped with the words Breaking Bad. Boom, 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 boom. 37-year-old Dennis Sika pleaded guilty to selling the medicine with synthetic opioid fentanyl. Do you know what that shit is? No, but it's just stuff your body doesn't agree with, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So your body can take all this heroin. Mm -hmm. uh, But for the listeners, I'm not pro-heroin at all. (laughs) I've never done it. But at the same time, like it's much healthier than uh, than, than this like a lot of these chemicals people are doing. Now, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. At least it's uh, yeah. It, there's there's some degree of uh, mother nature in there. Right. Well, this stuff here is uh, yeah. You can take all that heroin and then a little bit of this stuff and and you're fucking dead. It's uh, eighty to a hundred times more potent than than morphine. Eighty so, to hundred and forty to fifty times more potent than pharmaceutical grade one hundred percent pure heroin. So what do you? So it just in, it's a chemical that enhances the opium. It's, uh, it's a it's separate buzz. It's a, it's this I guess a separate buzz. Ugh. It's like when you put, you know, like uh, PCP in your chocolate milk. I guess right. you know, uh, PCP being eighty to hundred times stronger than chocolate milk. And so this is, and I you, I hardly ever advocate legal drugs, <laughs> but like this is what happens when shit isn't regulated. Yeah. <laughs> you have to deal with criminals. That see, that's the thing. That's the thing. That maybe if they would put a warning label on this extra strong heroin. Yeah. Because they they call it Breaking Bad, a heroin. You know, that's the secret. The yeah. Secret. They they should call it like uh, give it a name. It's instructive. Like just do a little. Right. Or uh, take it easy. <laughs> yeah. You know. This stuff is really strong. That's the secret ingredient, by the way, in the Breaking Bad heroin, fentanyl, and love. When that regular-ass <laughs> heroin isn't cutting it. 
Try the heroin so good. It's like the heroin my mom used to make. Yeah, fatal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, the stuff that killed Philip Seymour Hoffman was not this, though. It was uh, Ace of Spades, Ugh. which is a cool heroin to get killed by, I guess. And so is that a notoriously fatal brand of heroin as well? Well, it is now. <laughs> yeah, right. He had a lot of it, uh, and he and he did it. Now, U.S. Attorney Preet Bahara, he always says the coolest shit. He says, Sika chose again and again to sell lethal heroin laced with fentanyl for profit. And even after realizing that his Breaking Bad branded drugs were killing people. So he, he's a... Uh, so he this drug dealer was a real asshole. He was. On top of being a criminal. It was. Inconsiderate. People, yeah, because people ought to be able to buy heroin <laughs> with some reasonable expectation. It's not going to kill them. <laughs> yeah. At least not immediately. And uh, no sentence is going to bring back the three young people whose lives were cut short. Those junkies. But this prosecution hopefully brings some closure to their loved ones and causes others who peddle the poison of fentanyl laced heroin uh, not to make the same terrible choices Sika made. The worst choice he made was calling it Breaking Bad. That's what I think. Yeah. You, you think that brought publicity? Well, it didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was on the he was riding that wave. Right. On that uh, TV show being so popular. He yeah. hired a young yo boy kid yeah. to help him. A yo, what's a yo boy? It's like a it's like a, a white kid that's into hip hop, like Jesse from Breaking Bad. Mm. You know what? I've only seen one episode of that show. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. That's what everybody says. Yeah. So don't watch it. I mean, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why, Why would you I? want to enjoy yourself? <laughs> yeah. I can enjoy it vicariously. Everybody's enjoying it so much. You do, you guys, have, do you have Netflix? No. Nah, I don't have anything, man. Oh, uh, okay. I, I'm really... Uh, well, then fuck it. Fuck it, right. Yeah. You know what? what she, Mandy uh, Stabmiller had me watching this fucking... She, she'll show me one episode of a show, and I just get pissed off. Okay. But, but I did watch a lot of The Bachelorette. <laughs> you ever seen that show? I've been single for so long. I've never seen that shit ever. <laughs> you haven't it's watched so the Oscars great. in five years. No, huh? it's so great how uh, how like uh, women are so into that shit, though. Yeah, yeah, the, I'm not cracking on them. Like, no. If they all like it, then there's something to it. The award, the award shows are the ones that I can't stand. Uh, it's the best because it's just like five hours of, uh, of shitty mm. jokes and... Um, and just people patting each other on the back for already having a great life. Yeah. And you got that. Now they, they live tweet it, you know, because, oh, man, oh yeah, attention. every fucking open micer in the world live tweets it on top of it, right? Yeah. For crying out loud. Uh, this uh, lady now, this is so interesting, uh, accuses Cuomo, Cuomo, murdering her grandmother. Uh, wait, that's just the headline I've written. It's not exactly uh, accurate. So I'll start over again. <laughs> <laughs> a Long Island woman named Raquel McPherson, the 37-year-old of South Hempstead, suffering symptoms of psychosis with a strong hint of paranoia, has generously brought her delusions to court, making them a matter of public legal record for us to read, consider, and mock. McPherson charges that in 2013, Governor Andrew Cuomo, who was preparing to run for re-election as the popular incumbent secretly and illegally, illegally recorded all her conversations at work and at home. Not with him, just all her conversations. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, to my knowledge, they've never met. And that Cuomo dispatched mercenaries to the West Indies to kill her grandmother and rob her aunt. I love this story. Yeah. I mean, picture Cuomo speaking with his closest advisors as he realizes he's in danger of losing the governorship. McPherson from South Hempstead. Great. Only one thing to do. Hire a few mercenaries and send them to the West Indies to <laughs> murder her bitch grandmother. We got the budget for that, right? <laughs> you imagine the negative ads now? In 2013, <laughs> Cuomo hired mercenaries out of the government's pocket. Bad for grandmothers? Bad for New York. <laughs> yeah. Do you love your grandmother? Cuomo hates relatives. <laughs> I think it's it, it's it's really a sign of, of a complete break with reality, isn't it? I love it. I love that someone actually thinks that. But what I really love is this is in court now. Well, is this yeah, in she's, court? She's yeah. Did you can get this to court? Yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. I love this. They don't just throw this out immediately. It's uh, you know somehow uh, they they a lot of times they unspecified damages and shit. This woman wants five hundred billion dollars. I know, I love that. It's just an outrageous. She has no concept of money, uh, what anything would cost. Yeah. I'm gonna take Barack Obama to court for stealing my mail. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can I get that to court? And I want. I'm suing for all the money. Eight trillion billion dollars. Every bit of it. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh, 
you know, she's also I'm suing, suing her. for Fort Knox. She, <laughs> she's suing <laughs> whatever's in that. Give it to me. Yeah, give me the gold. <laughs> and uh, Midtown's hotel, Hotel Plaza, Ath- Athene, uh, in, in a lawsuit. She filed a Manhattan Supreme Court. I have no idea how that works. So she can get it in. Uh, uh, Cuomo spokesman, uh, Rich as a party, didn't have a lot to offer in his defense. He said it doesn't happen often, but on this one, I'm literally speechless. So well done. You made the fucking guy speak. Yeah, like the the only real, the, the, as crazy as this woman is, mm-hmm. is there a lawyer that took the case? Because <laughs> that guy's bonkers and he never wants to work again ever. Yeah. He figures it's probably not going to work, but yeah. if it does, I mean, 30% of 500 yeah. billion, I'm on easy street. I mean, if he can at least get it to court, he's worth hiring. Yeah. So it is good advertisement, I guess. I, I have no idea. I, it just doesn't seem like it could possibly be Who good. the fuck would take that? Uh. Well, uh, here's something interesting. The coach of the women's softball team at a Christian college in Rockland County, that's about 30 miles out of Midtown, Okay, offered to help his players get jobs in the entertainment industry. Uh-huh. Uh, Kurt Ludwigson, 44, arrested in April for improper sexual conduct. Well, you see... Uh, yeah, we see... But <laughs> 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 the threat of... Uh, uh, you know, like... This guy, uh, Ludwigson, he's clearly in violation, first of all, of Title IX. That's first. You know what Title IX is, No. Right? It's a law that says that college, uh, every college has to allot the same amount of money for men's athletics and, okay. and lesbians' athletics. Okay. So uh, <laughs> so this uh, so this coach uh, says uh, he, he's, he, and anything can be. If you, anytime you're treating women and men unequally, it's a problem. Right. Right. Uh, and, and now, uh, like they even have separate bathrooms at some of these campuses. Yes, separate but equal, but still, it's not right. It's some kind of segregation yeah. thing. Uh, f- I don't think, uh, first of all, Christ would approve of women playing softball. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> how could he? <laughs> Kurt Ludwigson. This guy's kind of a a, a buttermaker kind of character. You know what I mean? Right. Bad news bears. Yeah, this is bad news horrors. Yeah, he is. Un, he's in a lot of trouble. Ninety-four counts of this shit. Ninety-four counts of forcible touching. Ninety-four counts of sexual abuse. Seven. Counts After of about coercion. like twenty-five. <laughs> oh, this is ninety-four all at once, though, right? This is first offense. He's only got two hands. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like first offense, and this is like, all right, this is all the evidence we have. This is all the complaints we have. Yeah. All at once, right? Yeah. It wasn't like this is the ninety-fourth time he's been accused. Uh, no, no, no. They, it was. It was all yeah. one. Yeah. It's a huge indictment. A huge, I guess, what is that? 94, 94, and 7. It's like a class action lawsuit. Yeah, he's fucked. And there's, a, and there's the lawsuit with the three ladies. Uh, this guy's trying to fuck the world for 72 hours. You know? <laughs> these these charges. Yeah. Three bombshell lawsuits. They charge that he would uh, routinely slap their butts, grab their breasts, make them sit on his lap. You'd hardly expect better treatment if these women were his wife and daughters. Listen, you only do that shit on the Revlon cam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Rules are rules. According to Manhattan federal court lawsuit, the coach punished a pitcher after losing a game, saying, "I'm going to ear fuck you. <laughs> this is your punishment. You're going to stand here and take it." Ludwigson then began to lick her ear. Wow. When she tried to pull away, he held her tighter and said, "Stop moving. I told you you're going to stand here and take it." Oh my god. This is actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be when he said ear fuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty mild. Yeah. I thought, oh boy, it's something really harsh is about to happen. Yeah. He's about to give her the old Q-tip. Well, at that age, especially these young Christian women, you know, they have a sexual curiosity, and it lasts and lasts because they don't get any answers. Well, this guy's trying to help. I see this guy as a misguided sort of educator. Yeah. One of society's sorest for uncles. These women are in their early 20s. They haven't ever sucked a dick, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I would guess. And if they have, they don't know what they're doing. They suck a dick <laughs> like a scared girl yeah. or a scared boy. Right. And uh, he, here's what he told her. He said he told one of them, if, if she ever, he, did you ever consider a career as a stripper? And told her if she did, he had the resources and connections to assist oh, her. Oh, is that the show business job he <laughs> promised? That's hardly. Please don't insult us, sir. Uh, or, 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 or New York Post. You know, we are whores out here in show business, mm-hmm. but... You, We're not a, strippers. We've got the. I've got the connections <laughs> to help you with that. Yeah. She's got a killer body. You know, she's twenty two. It's like. And, I, yeah. Let me yeah. make an introduction. Yeah. Let me show you where the door is. Yeah. It's gonna. The cost entrance. 
Because you got the fucking job based on age. Tell him Kurt sent you. At 22, there is a venue for you in the nudity industry. Yeah. It doesn't matter how big or small you are. You w- the doors are open. Strip clubs are the Ellis Islands of the business world. You are welcome. Mm-hmm. So long as you have the no standards. Yeah. I think, I think you know, I would, yeah, any 22-year-old woman, I want to see you with your clothes on. Yeah. I don't care what you look like. There should be one, a strip club. I'm sure someone's done this, right? It's all heavy girls. Yeah, well, that happens by accident more often than not. <laughs> That's there, a North, North Florida Tuesday night. There was a place where I grew up in Southern Maryland, and I only just heard about it. I never saw it, but there was, uh, you know, like there was pregnant women dancing and you Uh, had to put your own quarters in the jukebox like it was just it was basically just a bar where naked chicks hung out wow yeah it's called rose's place two which and no no one knows where rose's place one is because it's probably at like some lady's name lady named rose's house yeah you know (laughs) she registered as a business but we all know what's going on wow yeah and so you know they do get sleazy you, know, you got to go with somebody you love, I think. you got to be in a really good mood. Yeah. I can only go in there after I, A, accomplished something, and B, got paid heavily for it. Yeah. Then it's fun. <laughs> then it's fun. Then it's like yeah. Monopoly money, and you like get the act. I went in a suit recently after a high-paying gig. Oh, yeah. And I was just a marked man mm-hmm. with a big budget, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But it depresses me to go in there in an average mood. Yeah. I don't know why, and I hate getting hustled. I'm their worst customer. I just want to watch. Actually, I'm their best customer because if they make eye contact with me and ask for a lap dance, I'm too nice to say no. <laughs> Whether I like them or not, I'm like, let's go. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm such it. a mark. Oh, wow. That's why I don't like going because I just get hustled so hard. Yeah, I don't It's like, that. wow, you girls are really putting in the effort. Your titties are out. Um, here's your 20 bucks. I even scoff. I think it's an opportunity to just like make her feel bad. Yeah, I've done she's that. Just a stripper. Her self esteem's obviously way out of line. Right. Like, like, no. Yeah. No, I no. I, I have. I, I've done these, that. They're I've waitresses. That. They're you know they're, they're they're good people. Yeah. I don't do that. I I I the the one the only one I've been to in town really. I've been to a few sapphires. They shake hands with you. Can, right. Like, several of them shake hands, and we were like, why do they do that? And I'll tell you, I, my theory, they don't want you to have anything gross on your hands. Okay. In case you, or they also want to see like if you're sweaty, trembling, if you seem weird. Yeah. It must be some point of contact because it's not like they want to like really make you like fucking feel. Well, welcome to you know. Yeah. No, no. They, I think it's quite the opposite. They want to let you know. They give you that man handshake. Yeah. Like, hey, we're in charge here, fuckface. Yeah. You know what I mean? You better behave yourself. <laughs> yeah. It had a had a mob kind of feel to it. Yeah, for Everybody's sure. In a suit, and then they. Uh, I recently went to one in Boston, and that's the way I felt. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like what you're describing. Yeah. It's like, hey, you're in our house. Um, you're welcome here. Yeah. Uh, so long as you behave. But we're gonna ear fuck you. Right. Get ready for that. <laughs> yeah. Please uh, do. Yeah. These uh, the 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 suits they accuse him of doing all this stuff. They invite this guy invited a, a porn actress to come and and give a talk. You know. Okay. To these girls, and I don't see what's wrong with that for the life of me, but. Uh, they, they make such a big deal out of it, you know? Wasn't the porn star um, researching some acting work? Wasn't she going to be in a softball movie? I mean, I think that might have been <laughs> what the coach had in mind. You know how seriously these... Would you guys like to make a movie? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this could be big. Well, she had made... She was in a big... She was in Secretary's Day 4. Hey! Lesbians Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when those lesbians are all chained up. Chained up. They can't eat pussy with chains on them. Yeah, that's just cruel and unjust. It says uh, advice, he had him advise his players on during a practice and required them, the entire team, to attend a question and answer session with uh, with this woman, Allie Hayes, at the, the coach's home. The guy, he knows this porn actress. You know, He's in with her. She comes to his house. Clearly, he's not hard up. Yeah, and it's just like how do you how do you not know you're gonna get busted? You're gonna get busted for all this stuff. Yeah, no one's gonna like this. This isn't gonna go over. Not not in Nyack. This guy's ear, a, this is ear, Nyack. ear fucking, <laughs> ear kissing, whatever you want to call it. Oof. It never goes over. They bashed Nyack for hiring Ludwigson. The Nyack. They bashed the university. These suits do, even though he was a subject of a criminal investigation in California already for sexual assault, Jesus Christ, and harassment against five or six. Teen girls he coached. He was not arrested in that probe. He used the uh, alias Kurt Wagner uh, and and pay, and founded a pay telephone service that linked porn star Brie Olson to her fans. 
What? What? What does well, that mean? He, well, he had some. He he, <laughs> <laughs> he used a fake name to mm-hmm. to <laughs> start a pay telephone service. <laughs> okay, and that linked. Brie Olson. Okay, I get it. I get it. Her yeah, so apparently what you can do is call these porn stars, talk to them, right? and it's real expensive. Yeah, that's so much fun Yeah, to just hear them. Yeah, <laughs> That's their best quality. I mean, you it's can, not what they look like. Yeah. It's what they sound like. Yeah, you can watch them on, on the computer, yeah. or you can do this. Some of these porn freaks, though, man, they like they they, 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 they really want to talk to Brie. Yeah. They're like, hey, hey, and, uh, you know, Lethal, uh, what, I don't know what the fuck. I can't even name a dumb porn movie. That's Just throw in Secretaries like you did or Prisoners. Lethal Prisoners 5. Yeah. <laughs> Ocean's 11. Yeah. There you go. I mean, <laughs> just take a real movie and change it a little bit. All right. Let's see. What's a popular movie? Uh, uh, that uh, the Llewellyn thing. Uh, you know, what's, uh, what's that movie called? The, the Llewellyn. That's the last movie I saw. What's Llewellyn? That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What the Coen Brothers movie. Okay, Lou's Ellen. That's about a guy that fu- named Lou that fucks Ellen. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, there you go. I got I See if I if I only have that creative about streak. Le- <laughs> you know? Lou and Davis? Is that Lou what and Davis, about? yeah. Okay. What the f- Boy, I'm way off. What the fuck is Lou Ellen? Well, the, the show was, the movie was called like Inside Lou and Davis, wasn't Inside, it? Inside, yeah. There you go. It's already in porn. Boy, we're cutting all this shit out, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what my friend said. He had that joke. He said that, that's the thing about the Passion of the Christ is when they make the porn version, you want to have to change the name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we got to give credit. Who said that? That was Leonard Leonard Stare. There Leonard you go. Sharing was his. Uh, he had a great joke. He said, uh, "You know, I I wanted a grandfather clock. I couldn't afford it, so I bought a stepfather clock." <laughs> he said, "On every hour, it strikes the nearest kid." <laughs> That's joke, good shit. That joke's gonna work anywhere. Yeah. One more. Uh, it's a light bulb joke. All right. How many light bulb jokes does it take to screw in a light bulb? A large number. One to turn the bulb and the rest to reinforce the pertinent stereotype. <laughs> kind of an egghead. <laughs> Meta type joke. That's good. You you live in L.A. Yeah. Well, you lived in New York for a while and I live in L.A. Yeah. I, I, I can't see doing that. You, know? you can't see living in Los Angeles? No. I mean, if I was going to go anywhere, it would be there. That's the second right, choice. Right, right. But, but you're not second. going anywhere. No, I like it yeah. here. Why, why L.A.? Is it better for you? Uh, For me... I, I've been out, I just came here for one year. So most of my career has been spent in LA. Mm-hmm. And so I just know everybody. I'm in at all the clubs, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all three of them. But it's a comedy store. Yeah. There's the improv. And then there's another improv. There's no, the, the Laugh Factory, but there's also the Ice House in Pasadena. There's the Comedy and Magic Club in uh, Hermosa Beach. Yeah. There's places. Now, the Hermosa Beach one is like. An hour and a half away, but it's no, it's like a half an hour away. People lie to me when I go there because I'm like, I want to go there. People live there. Oh man, that's like yeah, because they don't play there. They don't fucking know. <laughs> they don't want to call me, Pat. You got my number. I will next time. Yeah, I'll take you down there. We'll eat dinner. Yeah, I go down to see Leno. I hear he works out things yeah. down there. Is he? Uh, is he still down there? Does he still do that? He still does it. I think once a week. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That that see, I would like to meet Leno because, fuck it. I mean, like, that guy's been around doing comedy a long time. Uh huh. He's a little thick. He seems thick now. Yeah. He. When did he get thick? He's right? all face. Two thousand three. He just got thick beyond belief. Yeah. He he had a he had a steady job for the first time in his life. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not spending any of this money. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> I recently saw him in the improv, and he was doing just like he, you could tell he's just trying out new stuff. Yeah. Like he's a, a he's back to being like the real comic that he he was before the Tonight Show. Yeah. Back to the back to the gypsy, and I don't even have the right to say that. I mean, I feel like a chump saying that. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you he's know. a veteran, he's a professional, and I could, and he hosted the fucking Tonight Show on top of that. Yeah, but you think he was a punk, huh? What when he was on the Tonight Show? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I'm that. calling you out, Leno. I'll see you at this fucking Comedy and Magic on big, Sunday, big, bitch. Big fan of the show too. A uh, a woman was found dead on a park bench, and they're investigating the homicide of a woman uh, found by a homeless guy. He discovered her, uh, and uh, her neck and stomach were slashed. 3 p.m. on a Saturday. That means she got cut up after church. This is on Colton Street and uh, Labburnum Lab Avenue. I never heard of this place. EMS pronounced her dead at the scene. Well, well you know, I tell you, it's it's always the ugly ones that get cut, ain't it? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I should have spent more time in prep. <laughs> Suffolk County, a Long Island woman arrested by cops for outstanding warrants, admitted to a local hospital for an unspecified medical problem. They don't know shit about this story. 
One word, nutsoid. 24-year-old Melina Silsby, in a wild bid for freedom, wriggled out of her restraints, slipped past the guard uh, in her room, jumped into an ambulance in front with the motor running, and took off. Crashed after a five-mile chase. And she was arrested, slapped with a slew of charges, including escape. You know, escape is a charge. I didn't know that. <laughs> Grand larceny, criminal mischief, and reckless driving. Yeah. So, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, she's fucked, you know I mean? Like, it's, she's in trouble now. But I think, I don't I think these charges I, are worse. I don't understand what happened. Well, she was locked up. Uh, she was arrested on some warrants, right? Okay. And then they put her in the hospital for an unspecified... Uh, that's why I say nobody knows what the hell. Well, they know what happened. They beat the shit out of her. Oh, <laughs> you think so? Well, it's unspecified, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So she ends up in the she hospital. She does have her... Somebody dotted her eye because in that picture, she's got a black eye. Yeah, I saw that picture. Yeah. So she... I Pop read the story and I still don't understand it. So she... So she escapes the hospital, and yeah. then she gets arrested again. Okay, yeah. I get it. And then she got arrested at like five miles down the road, and I guess the, what they're saying is that she got the black eye in the crash. Yeah. But when do you get a black eye like that in a crash? When the crash happens, and then they pull you out and punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's right on that left eye, too, yeah. so you know. Yeah. That ain't right no steering cup. wheel. Yeah, popped her That's right a goddamn <laughs> fist. I walked into a door. Yeah. Suffolk uh, police are also searching Monday for the person who killed two feral cats. Uh, Suffolk County's, what I tell you, it's a... <laughs> Cat murderers. <sighs> this isn't Santeria. This is just somebody having a little fun. Hey, we should get some Chinese after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's making me hungry. I, I got an impression here of the cops <laughs> looking for the culprit. Here it is. Here, kitty killer. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, Roy Gross of the Suffolk County SPCA said Monday, uh, necropsies. That's like it's an autopsy for yeah. an adult, uh, revealed an adult male died of blunt force trauma. Uh, and the other you know, estimated six to eight weeks old, cut in half. One was cut in half. The other one was just beat to death. <laughs> I tell you, people hate dead animal stories. They, sure do. they just don't want to hear it. I don't well, you know, I, I get queasy over the dead girl in the park too. I mean, it's all the same to me. But these people get creative. <laughs> they get creative with the cats, like cutting a cat in half. Yeah. What uh, happened? It's like it's it's like it's almost as bad as an elevator attack. Yeah. Yeah. Cut in two. You know, there's so many things you can do in this life. Uh huh. Any, on any given day in this fine city, yes. there's so many fun things to do. Staying at home and cutting up your cats is just never on my mm -mm, list. No, no. You're not going to find that in Frommer's Guide to New York City. If I ever get in a fight with a woman, like a verbal fight, I just like leave. There's always like turning up in parks and stuff. You can't even punch a wall these days. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just got to just take it easy. That's what the elevator was doing. It was taking out on all the abused walls in the apartment building. <laughs> His revenge. brothers and sisters have been beat too many times. An elevator is kind of like a mouth, you know what I mean? Right. So, hey, uh, listen, where are you at? What's going on? Where can we find you? Oh, Get I Matt got Fulcheron. a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a podcast called The Full Charge Power Hour, oh, well. which can be called, uh, seen at thefullcharge.com. And uh, just check that out. I got dates and stuff up at the website, too. The Full Charge. The Full Charge. Doc, uh, dot com. And that's uh, Matt Fulcheron. Thanks for being here, man. My pleasure. This was a lot of fun, man. man. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.